technology is a tool, it's not a mean. The market is our main driver for the decision-making process. All logistic companies has the same needs, has to digitalize their process, not because they want to, but because they need to. Hello and welcome at Logistics Conversations, the podcast of the Cluster for Logistics Luxembourg. Through this podcast, you will discover the international world of our sector. Even better, you will hear passionate people and their exciting small and important stories. Dear listeners, this is the first podcast of 2023 and the 20th podcast since 2020. This is the Logistics Conversation from the Cluster for Logistics and I'm your host Malik Zeniti. Today we have Danilo Daversa from Gulliver on the podcast in a beautiful accelerator to talk about what brought them to Luxembourg and what are their plans for further development. Hello, Danilo. Hi, Malik. Yes, Danilo, I would like to start with Gulliver. Maybe you can describe uh, us what does your company do uh, and, uh, and in general, what's your business? Yes, um, Gulliver is a software company that is focused on mobile and web development. We have a mission of digitalized companies. It means that passing through the most useful and common thing that we use every day, even the smartphone, we have we can digitalize the process inside the companies. The idea is that bringing this way of thinking inside all the companies is a winning solution. We have experience in different sectors, like as, as you can imagine, because every sector has a need a digital strategy, starting from logistics, of course, here we are. HR, Salesforce, workforce, healthcare, and so on. We are passionate about what we do, as you can imagine, and as you can see here now. And we work in partnership to be always up to date and ahead of the curve, I would say. We work with the university for research and development thing. So for Polytechnic of Milan, University of Florence and Brescia. And recently we start working also with the University of Luxembourg too with a project that I'm sure we will talk about a bit later. Uh, we have the long-standing relationship with the Vodafone Italy since 2005. And what makes our, com our company different from the other ones is that we have created two platforms, digital platform, I would say, MDCXX and Goal, that on, wi on, on which we build all our solutions. MDCX is a, a platform for app development so to speed up the development of apps. And Goal is our APAS. It's an infrastructure platform as a service. And it means that it's a tool that speeds the process of integration uh, data from different uh, systems. With these two platforms that we provide also to other customers and to other software houses as well, we, are, we can be really fast in development and really competitive on the market. Uh, thank you for this nice introduction. Uh, Danilo, as a managing director uh, here in Luxembourg now, you are uh, expected to drive the business from Luxembourg. So could you give us maybe some background information about yourself? Yes, of course. Uh, I have a master's degree in computer science. Uh, so basically, I'm a software engineer. Uh, I get that in uh, Bologna. Bologna University is one of the oldest, but it's the oldest university of the world, in fact. Not not university, it's a very nice city also. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and don't talk about uh, food, of course. Mm -hmm. 
I did my thesis uh, in, on Android in 2010. So as you can imagine, I was one of the first graduate to do this kind of thesis on mobile platform and mobile operating systems. It seems so, so, so long ago, 2010, right? And I've been so old talking about it, but well, it's 13 years ago. And um, as you can imagine at the time, it was not easy to find a company that was using that kind of technologies. They were quite new. At the moment, at the time, it was really cutting out technology. But I was uh, lucky to find uh, like a company in Brescia, Gulliver, in fact, uh, that was working on that. And in fact, Gulliver is working on mobile since 2000. So when there was Nokia communicators and Blackberry. So they were quite experienced. And so in the same year, I joined the company. In 2020, we then we moved to Luxembourg. I moved to Luxembourg with my family as a country manager. And in 2022, uh, we opened our subsidiary here. So now I'm general manager. We grew uh, in the last year, just the last year in Luxembourg, we grown quite a lot in terms of team and business. And our team now has six people and most of them are developers since we are quite passionate about it, as you can imagine. And, and about business, I would say we were able to engage with the Luxembourgish ecosystem in the last year. Of course, before the, pan the pandemic, it was really tough. And well, the Luxembourg ecosystem was really interested in us and have a collaboration. In fact, we have two projects at the moment. One is with the Lux Trust. We have a partnership with them for to develop a solution for the cross borders. And the other one is with University of Luxembourg for an RDI project uh, to increase the features of our G transport that is our solution for logistics. Okay, I think we come back to the second point uh, a little bit more in detail later. Um, so I think you have a little bit uh, explained to us what you do in general. What makes you different? What is your unique value proposition uh, for your actual customers? Well, we know that digital is hard, mostly if you are not a digital company. So the idea is to take by hand companies and accompany them during the process of digitalization. You know that uh, today you cannot avoid digital, but so you should, what well, the company should embrace it. And for a company that does, that is not a digital company, like usually like a logistic company, mostly in the past, it's really hard to imagine how that kind of impact can digital have in their business. So what we do, we take them by hand. And by, me, by that, I mean, we take them inside, usually inside our companies. We talk with them and try to get and them understand what are their needs, because usually it's not clear also to them how digital can help them. And then we take them by hand. So we drive, we go by them step by step and implement all the digital transformation in general that, that they need, basically. At the moment, so we have, let's say, two different value proposition. The first one is we have solutions. So a solution for HR and the solution for logistics, the transport, as I told you before. And on the other hand, we have also 
custom project. So if a company needs something that is really specific for uh, its needs, in that case, we can design, a, let's say, tailor-made solution just for them. Okay. So you, uh, your value proposition is also to make people comfortable, to keep them comfortable and build trust. Okay. I, I realized that I wasn't aware that you exist uh, almost 20 years or uh, beyond 20 years um, coming from Italy, uh, where you have grown uh, sort of probably very regional, uh, you mentioned Brescia, Milano. Uh, how how did you how did you grow in in Italy from probably a regional solution to a national solution? And maybe you can also give us some precisions about what are your specific targets? Is it shippers? Is it forwarders, courier, or small small transport companies? When when you talk uh, when you say that about this, that seems that we are quite old, right? <laughs> But the the average ages in our company is way below uh, below twenty eight. So wow, we manage to stay young. I would say not for me that I'm getting older and older, but yeah. the company stays young. How many people does the company have? We did not mention it. Ah, uh, yeah. At the moment, we are more than seventy people. More than seventy. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we are growing uh, every year. Um, by the size 10 to 15 percent in the last few years even during the pandemic so the company is growing really fast uh, we are as you, as you may know we are an italian company you know so we know quite good the italian market and how the italian business do business i would say so it's natural that we start there and but now we feel that we are mature enough that we are quite experienced and we have the right tool to address out, let's say countries outside Italy. So that's why basically we are here in Luxembourg to expand let's say across uh, Europe and even beyond. What's our target? Well, I would say that our target are all the logistic companies that need, that need to digitalize and simplify their process in general. Well, Small, medium, or large enterprises, FTL or LTL, trucks, truck or last mile delivery companies, all of them are, of course, they specific peculiarities, as you know, but at the same time, all of them have the same general needs. And that need is what we are addressing with our solution. A company that mm, needs a digital strategy cannot ignore the smartphone. Our mantra is there is no digital strategy without a smartphone. And that is something that we see every day. The situation is repeating over and over again, regardless, regardless the sector or the company sizes. The smartphone is an enabler. It's a platform, a foundation upon which companies build their digital strategy. There is, I would say, there is no way around it. You cannot ignore it. That's why We created G-Transport. It's our solution for logistic companies, which, of course, is based on smartphone. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you gave us a, a demo last November in our uh, Deloitte Logistics Conference of November. Um, do you have, in the meantime, some insights? Uh, do you have new features that you are working on? Is it something to mention? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for that, for the occasion that you gave us the possibility in fact in november i would say for we were in deloitte uh, 
where we show basically the solution for creating and managing digital freight paper by using by using a single by using a smartphone or would say an app on the smartphone. As you can imagine, the smartphone was the main star of the presentation. Uh, I would just stress uh, smartphone because we now feel that it's part of our life. It is something that we get we take for granted. But when you go inside companies and you think about business, it's really not that common to find a smartphone in the daily in the their daily working activities. In the in the in the, in the occasion, in fact, in, in fact, in Deloitte, we presented the solution that allow cus- uh, drivers to see the customer information directly on smartphone, to see the best road to get to the delivery point, to product. Uh, the, to see the product that they are delivering and so on. And of course, to be able to deliver in real time information to the control tower and at the same time to send the proof of delivery uh, signed by the customer directly on the smartphone. And all that it was do using it was done simply using an app. Isn't that great? I mean, when you think about it, it seems so easy. Of course, it's not, but uh, the idea behind it's quite straightforward, I would say. Just to give you another example, we recently added a new feature to track the supports or the pallets uh, delivered or picked up by the drivers. We did that because company usually, they told us, that usually lose a lot of money in supports every year because basically they misplace them. They don't know where they are, so in the end they need to buy a new one every year. So I would say that the market is our main driver for the decision-making process and for the evolution of the solution in the future. I like I like your command, the market is the driver. Your customers will like this type of command. Um, uh, one uh, to, to build upon what you said, uh, we are really at the cluster for logistics persuaded that the CMR uh, moving to an electronic uh, CMR and in general uh, digital delivery papers will remove a lot of uh, excess work uh, so that people can concentrate on value adding uh, activities. Um, culturally, when you move from Italy to places like Luxembourg and you target uh, new companies do you see cultural differences and how do you address them is there a different uh, savviness technically or uh, listening to your customers does that make a difference well of course there is cultural uh, differences between italy and the rest of the world and vice versa i would say you know but from business standpoint i think that whole logistic companies has the same needs has to digitalize their process, not because they want to, but because they need to. They cannot avoid this. If they want, they want delay, they can delay it. But in the end, they will need to embrace this new trend, transformate digitally their company. There's no short uh, way around it. In Italy, as you know, there are a lot of small, medium enterprises. Of course, there are also large enterprises. So it's a really fragmented in terms of company sizes as a, as a market how we adapted we are a medium company in italy we are more than we say more than 70 people so we adapt in a way to be flexible to address let's say the 
needs of the small and medium enterprises at the same time to be scalable, to, to be able to scale inside big companies. In the end, what they need, I would say, is that all of them has the same needs, is to reduce the inefficiencies, basically, mainly driven by, because it's, this thing is mainly driven by the erosion of margin, of margin that have occurred in the recent years. So as you see, the transform digital transformation is something that they need to do it, not because it's just a fancy thing or a fancy word, but because it's something that it's, I would say it's mandatory. You, you cannot avoid it. Also, when you digitalize, you increase uh, your, your competitiveness because you simplify and speed up the information flow inside the process of delivery of the company in general, and at the same time, you reduce inefficiency. So you optimize the internal and external process in the, in the, in, at the same time. And this is a common need in all logistic companies in all the countries. That's what we are seeing. Okay, thank you. Uh, since December 2022, so end of last year, there's uh, new products which really uh, attract a lot of attention. Uh, I'm talking about ChatGBT, artificial intelligence, which I think since months a lot of people have tried and they start to see Uh, they start to see uh, new aspects and actually uh, artificial intelligence starts to collect a lot of money. A lot of money seems to go into those companies. Um, are you afraid of newer apps coming from not old Europe, but from you know very fast developing Asia, for example? If I have to be honest, I don't think so. Not because I feel that we are invincible, But I really believe that the technology and the expertise that we are building over the years has a great, really a great value. And company that new companies that are coming or that will come, also if we have like truckload of money, I would say, they wouldn't won't be able to gather all the experience that we have um, amassed during the years. And as I said before, it's not just about that. It's also about the fact that we have a large customer base and that means that we have a continuous confrontation with them we have continuous imp input from them and that is something that it's valuable way beyond anything uh, anyone can imagine in fact in our portfolio we have the biggest and most known company of in italy from ftl ltl and last mile delivery and that's not something that you can easy okay <laughs> you can easy forget Okay, sounds like you have picked your your name Gulliver uh, in purpose by purpose. <laughs> uh, maybe we can elaborate on what brought you to Luxembourg. You know, why have you come to Luxembourg? And maybe uh, well, can you tell us more about the research project that you are starting here in Luxembourg? We came in Luxembourg because we needed to address. We wanted to address the market outside and beyond Italy. In Italy, I would say we are leader. And now we want to bring this that expertise and tools and solution outside of it, the country. We came to Luxembourg, as, and as I mentioned before, we engage with different entities or companies here in Luxembourg, and one of them was the university. And when we talked with them, we went to them because we are really always searching for research and development partners because we need to, to be always up to date. It's not, uh, it's not a choice, honestly. So we end up partnering with them and to work on an RDI project that will last three years. 
and that we'll have a dedicated team of more than 10 people and we'll uh, die, uh, here in Luxembourg. An RDI project basically is a project with research and development part, of course, plus an industrialization part. It means that uh, the, sol the project will produce new knowledge, like for research and development, of course, but in the end, this knowledge will have a real impact in the real world. So that's something that uh, we found really valuable in the University of Luxembourg. They have this approach of being, I would say, practical and something that uh, we, we appreciate too as an uh, Italian company that is this has a culture of uh, practical people. In fact, the last part of the project uh, will need to test on the field these new features that we will develop and that's something that uh, that's why we want also to engage with the logistic company here in Luxembourg. During the years basically what we did was working with a lot a lot of companies so we have a fairly good amount of customers I would say that are using G-Transport and as you can imagine they generate a lot of data using our solution. So at some point we said what can we do with this data except for doing what already are doing today? And basically, and in the end, what, what we did was discuss that with the University of Luxembourg in this case to finalize an idea and the project that then became a project. So now our strategy for the companies have two five phases. The first one is to digitalize their process, the process inside the company. So to give them tangible benefits in the short term, like giving real-time information to the control tower, have a preparedness experience, and so on. But then we have a second phase, when we take all this data that already the company already using and use that to give additional insight or suggestion about to the company about how to improve their way of work. They're, they're, to give them additional information that they will never think of. And the, the RDI project goes exactly in this direction. So basically creating an AI algorithm that give company suggestion about how to reduce inefficiencies and optimize the whole process. Okay. It sounds like uh, basically you would also like people to either displace the, the system they use today or um, use your system complementary to uh, to what they use today um, I mean how do you <clears throat> how can you ask people request people to switch I mean there must be some <clears throat> low-hanging fruits something uh, a certain promise with that well well G transport I would say is a solution that it's really flexible and reflects the our way of thinking I would say so it can adapt to the need of the customer. For example, usually big companies, big logistic companies, they have their own TMS, transport management system. And what we do with G-Transport, we don't replace it. We just sit upon it, I would say. So we add an additional feature, an additional stream of data that the TMS cannot provide. At the same time, for small companies, they usually don't have TMS. They usually use like multitude of Excel files. In that case, we can provide a G-Transport that manages all their process, all their uh, flows inside the company in more structured way. So I would say we can have a 
two ways of use G-Transport, either in partnership with TMS or other system already inside the companies or to replace systems that are not really the best ones. Mm-hmm. Maybe let's make it very concrete. Um, uh, I'll take an example. Do you have a success story which you are very proud of, something you could share with us? Thanks. Thanks for the for the question. It's a really tricky one, Malik. But I try to choose between the ones that we have. I would say one of the best customers we have is the largest and best known carrier in Italy, which has more than 15,000 drivers that every day are delivering a picking parcel across the country. As you can imagine, uh, managing such number of drivers and parcels is not an easy job, right? Especially if you think that this solution is part of their core business. It means that if it doesn't work, they don't they don't work. And that's they, they're not even paid. I, I, exactly. I read sometimes. Exactly. So it I would say it's a best story because we manage the solution of the years now and during the time they are trusting us with more and more, it means that they are putting inside the solution more and more flows of the company. I think it's a really good story because it shows how we are able to manage complex system with real time real time data and also to scale this across such big number of users mm-hmm. i think you're really spot on what uh, the luxembourg ministry of economy would like to see as development uh, in luxembourg which is uh, data driven innovation and it's really the digital transformation are you also taking care of what uh, our government also would like companies to look at uh, features uh, to improve energy efficiency or to decrease uh, the carbon dioxide emissions to support the energy transition? Well, part of the RDI project with the University of Luxembourg goes exactly in the direction of CO2 savings. So basically the idea of the project is by optimizing and reducing inefficiency inside the company or logistic companies is to at the same time, reduce the, their carbon footprint. And by carbon footprint, I believe not only what you can imagine about tires, gasoline, vehicles, people, but also about about everything that is uh, that comes around it. You know that the CO two emissions is becoming a, I would say not a trend topic, but something that companies are starting to really think through, and there is gaining more and more relevance during the last years i would say it's part of the trend as we said before it's something that you can embrace it as a logistic like reducing the co2 emissions or eventually you will be forced to do it so our idea is to onboard companies with the solution that we have and part of the ecosystem of the feature that our solution has to measure the carbon footprint and to suggest how to reduce it. That's part of the RDI project, where I would say it's one of the main drivers of the project. Sounds a good answer for our Ministry of Mobility and uh, the program which we offer to company, which is called Leading Green, uh, to save carbon dioxide. Um, are, you already, are your systems already helping customers uh, with who are using electromobility? Uh, one of our customers once said that uh, when he's using a diesel truck, he needs 20 minutes per week to fill it up. And, um, and when it, he's going moving to electromobility with trucks, he needs two hours a day. So are you supporting this type of um, different um, 
energy storing mobility? Well, as we said before, we are driven by the market, right? So we have ears in the logistics sector, and of course we are listening to this kind of need that you just said, Malik. One thing that I'm really proud and I think that it's the aspect of success of our company is that with our platforms and with our expertise, we can increase and Im uh, improve the solution on a daily basis. So during the years, we added new features that were requested by customers and by the market. And of course, now we are exploring this new part of electrification that I would say it's cutting edge in the sense that electrified trucks are coming. And I'm sure that we will put, we will create something about it in the short future. Okay. Before I come to the last questions, maybe you, you are a father also, so maybe you can help me. How do I explain in brief words your app to my 70-year-old daughter? That's really interesting, in fact. I don't have a 70-year-old uh, daughter, but uh, I have uh, a nine-year-old daughter. Um, I would say I will start by asking her what's the most important and personal thing that she's carrying every day with her. Yeah, her smartphone, obviously. Exactly. I would, I would love that she would answer, my daughter, that she would answer, it's like a picture of my dad, but I don't think so, right? <laughs> yes, a smartphone. So, and basically her life, our life now is passing through the smartphone, right? We are doing everything with it, like chatting with people that we care, taking picture of the kids, of course, listening music, watching movies, and ordering food. So basically, the smartphone is everywhere during our life. Wouldn't it be cool to also to work with it? Like for what well, with G-Transport, is that exactly what we want to do? So what we are doing. So with a simple app, a driver, in this case for the logistic, and talking about drivers, can use their own smartphone and manage all their activities, daily activities, and at the same time, Give this, they give information in real time to the company. By doing so, they will accelerate and speed up the process of data exchange, communication, I would say, and also at the same time, they remove paper from the whole process of delivery and pickup with great benefits of environment uh, for the drivers and for the companies. Okay, we are with Danilo Daversa from Gulliver in an accelerator here in Luxembourg. And my last question is more of a private one. How, what are, what are some of your personal dreams that you would like to fulfill one day? You know, I didn't share the, I never, I think I never shared this uh, information. So you are one of the first in Luxembourg to know this. But I came from a family that owned a small logistic uh, company in Italy. Uh, it was also quite successful in the past. In fact, my grandfather was a truck driver and a, uh, entrepreneur in logistics we were like the 70s i think the 60s and i saw how he struggled to make it profitable and how tough was to make it work you know to it's, it's it was not easy there then it uh, if i imagine now it's even more difficult and i would say one of the thing one of my dreams would be to to help people companies that have the same problems to to make their life easier 
and to make them focus on the work they are passionate about. So technology should be like, I would say, I always say that technology is a tool, it's not a mean. It means that should be out of the picture as soon as you don't need it. It should be intrusive. So the idea is to help logistic companies to focus more on their work, to remove all the frictions inside the company. And in some way, I think it's like uh, helping my grandfather to have a happier life, I would say. And you know, that's uh, an excellent uh, dream. Uh, the listeners might go back to a podcast which we had in the past with a guy called Kevin Nash from Kunag uh, uh, Contract Logistics who just uh, seemed to have changed in his career. He was also a truck driver and also started with his father and today he's, uh, uh, he seems to be in charge of a large transport company so maybe that's one of your potential next targets. Uh, thank you very much Danilo for all this podcast and uh, for sharing all this information with us today. It was a pleasure and thank you, Mike. Thank you for listening to Logistics Conversation. You can find our podcast and interview on SoundCloud, Spotify, and of course, our webpage www.c4l.lu. Thank you.